Hiya folks, if you're new in town, don't be shy and just stand by. Let me explain to you how this works. Feeling bored or lonely and you need someone to watch cartoons with? Then look no further, because I'm here to play in your ear. You can listen to the podcast alone or alongside the cartoon. The choice is yours. Either way, let's get to tune along. Hey everybody, this episode is brought to you by Buzz Light Beer. The best tasting piss-flavored beverage you'll ever need. No, I'm just kidding. Any piss-flavored beverage is what you need, right? Just sit back, folks. Enjoy. Have a good time. Today, I'm feeling especially better and good about myself. Uh, I don't know. I just had a, I just went down memory lane earlier today and just started thinking about the old days, thinking about the old toys, the old... Uh, you know, adventures out in the world, out in the real world, trying to find a little simplicity in it, if you will. So that's why today we're going to be watching season one, episode one of Beyblade. And when I saw, when I'm talking about Beyblade, I'm talking about the original Beyblade, the one that I first knew, the one I think North America first got, you know, right off the shores of Japan about a year and a half later. Uh, I'm just looking here on Wiki. So this is the Blade Raider. Season 1, Episode 1, the Blade Raider. And it's the Beyblade series that came out in 2002. To be more specific, it came out in Japan 2001, January. And then came over here about a year and a half later, 2002. So let's go ahead and start the episode. I'm really excited about this. Uh, it's going to hit me home. Here we go. Three, two, one, Play. And then you got Tyson just coming across the skyline. Ripping that blade. And I've got the, uh, whatever you call it there, the, uh, the child, uh, it's, 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 in Canada, you gotta watch, if you're eight years old, you gotta be, you gotta be eight years old to watch this. Of course, I'm pretty sure today, uh, fucking four-year-old can watch this. But anyways, look, Beyblade, there's nothing crazy about it. I mean, it's, it's a show from Japan showcasing toys. It's, uh, it's dreidel on fucking steroids, pretty much. I mean, that's what I've heard a lot of people tell me, um. I've enjoyed the show. I know it's not, you know, out of all the hardcore anime fans out there, they they see this as, you know, just some childish show. And it probably is. But it's struck me in a way, and it's really, you know, giving me good memories. And I just wanted to talk about it today, just get, get out there and give you my spiel, if you will, on uh, on Beyblade. So, yeah, earlier today I was just sitting back, just uh, thinking about... Uh, you know, back in the day, I, w- I would go to Chinatown. By the way, the episode just started now. It's uh, the Blade Raider. Um, if you guys, if you guys haven't seen Beyblade, Beyblade ever, sorry, be, 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 if you haven't seen Beyblade at all, uh, go check it out. It is a show worth watching. Uh, definitely worth watching. Maybe not all the uh, seasons and, and episodes, but uh, definitely worth worth the view. Maybe a view or two. You know. Uh, what I was gonna say is, yeah, back in the day, I would go to. I would go down to uh, Chinatown, and in Chinatown, well, let me tell you this. Okay, the first time I ever went to Chinatown, I had no idea such a world existed. Such a world of uh, imported toys, stuff that you couldn't find in your local Toys R Us slash toy store, you know? Uh, something that would really, you know, if you saw it in Chinatown, chances are you didn't see it anywhere else kind of deal, right? But I just remember that first time going to Chinatown, just being so hooked on the Beyblade, you know, the Beyblade show. I, I didn't know even the toys existed. I honestly did not know the toys existed when the show came out. I remember seeing the show on TV. I saw the first episode. It might have been an afternoon, a Saturday afternoon. I, I don't remember. 
uh, like right now, you see the legend of Dragoon. You see Dragoon on the sword, and you see Tyson, and and it's the typical stereotypical kid. He's got no power, gets an inheritance, and now he's got to learn how to wield the power, fight the bad guy, save the world. No, no, no. but this show, okay, being such a simplistic mind that I had, um, it grew on me. It, it hit me in a in the right way, and I really got hooked on it. Uh, coming home from school. I think the show played around 4.30, 5 o'clock on, on YTV, Monday to Thursday. Uh, consecutively, you know, every episode was follow th- you know was a follow-through with the previous one. And just getting hooked on the characters, on the, the you know, the Beyblades, the, the, the Beyblade demons, all that stuff. And then you go to Chinatown, like I was saying earlier. You go down to Chinatown, and you realize, hey, they have all those motherfucking Beyblades. They have every single one of them. Every single one you didn't even know existed, they had. Because, uh, like I said, the show came out in Japan earlier, so all the toys were already established, bringing it over to North America. It's an easy port, right? So I go to Chinatown, and my cousin and I were walking through the aisles, and we see this little kit, this little case. I don't know. It's like a, a six-inch by four-inch little box, and you open it up, and there's a couple Beyblades in there with a launcher, some some you know pull pull cord, Um I think I think that was it. There's just two Beyblades in there with a couple of things. So you can play. Maybe two launchers in there. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, that was my first little Beyblade kit. And I remember just fucking loving it. And, I, and now I think about it, I don't even think that Beyblade kit was a, was an official merchandise product. You know, Bandai, Konami, whatever you're going to call it. It wasn't official. It was a knockoff. I didn't know. I didn't care. I was having fun. I, I do remember the Beyblade I did get was uh, Galsley. And I, I had no idea it was from the show. I, I didn't know, you know. But you get the show. Okay, you get the Beyblade. You start, you know, letting it rip a few times. And now you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Now you're, you're watching episode five, six, seven. And you're getting to learn the characters. And you want to see your Beyblade on TV. You want to see that. And I remember seeing Galsley. I think Galsley's one of the uh, Tiger Gang. You know, the guy um, uh, who has dr- uh, Drigger. Yeah, his posse, the the cat guys. I think one of them has Galsley. He's basically a grizzly bear, uh, as one of the uh, Beyblades for the uh, for the gang. But uh, yeah, that was my first Beyblade. I was just, I didn't care. I was so psyched to get one. Um, and then I remember my cousin and I going on a road trip, bringing our Beyblades with us, even writing like little mini comic book series. You know, just grabbing some paper, folding them like fucking 30 times and just making our own comic books. And I remember writing in there, yeah, me and my cousin, we're going to the Bay Dome. We're going to battle the baddest motherfuckers. We got our blades. We've been training for this for years. It's been only two weeks since we had it. But you know what I mean. And then you get down there. I remember going to the U.S. and going to a local Walmart. And that was the actual first time I saw Beyblades on the store shelf, uh, you know, of a major retail market uh, chain. Um, I, I, I remember looking at it going, uh, I don't know, it was like 15 to 20 bucks for a blade. And I had just bought in Chinatown two Beyblades um, and a box and a whole kit for maybe maybe that same price. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to go back to Chinatown and get some more. But it just got me thinking today. I was just, you know, today, you know, with all the lockdown stuff going on, you can't really go out much. It got me, uh, it got me reminiscent about those old days of walking down the street in Chinatown, finding those old hidden gems. You know, you got that, those couple toy stores in Chinatown, and who knows what they brought in off the boat? You know, they imported. They got some cool gems. I'm honestly, I, I just can't wait to get back out there and see what's out there. It's probably, I'm probably gonna be very disappointed, but nonetheless, it's fun to venture out, right? And yeah, so I just remember having that Beyblade for a long time, watching the show, much like now and. 
Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to get too much into the first episode. I just wanted to reminisce about Beyblade. That's all I wanted to do today. Uh, I've been in such a Beyblade mood. Um, first episode's pretty simple, guys. I mean, Tyson learns about Dragoon. He learns about, well, learns he gets Dragoon. He figures out about Beyblading, and he finally beats one of the baddest guys in town. And he basically puts a little name on himself, and he gets noticed. And then, uh, and then, if I remember correctly, there's this rich Monopoly-looking guy, and he basically brings on like four four of the best bladers in the area. You got remember, so if you remember the show, let's get into the show. This is what I remember from the show. You got Kai, and I remember Kai being my favorite guy. He was like the Sasuke. Now, obviously, not as in depth, you know, in depth uh, as far as emotions go. It's a fucking simple show, Beyblade. Fifty-one episodes. Naruto has got thousands, thousand, fucking more than thousand episodes. Um, Kai was my favorite character. He was quiet. You didn't know what he was going to do. He was the uh, the X Factor. And then you have Max, who's the, you know, always refer to Max as the defensive Drasil character, right? And then you've got, uh, I forget his fucking name. But the guy who has Drigger, what's his name? God damn. Anyways, sorry, folks. I'm not, it's been a while. Let's put it that way. It's been a while. I haven't seen, I'm forgetting his name. I'm sorry, guys. But anyways. Yeah, so you've got Kai, you've got Tyson, you've got Max, and then you've got, yeah, let's call him Toby. Now, <laughs> you've got Drigger, right? And you've got the whole gang, and they're going on a, 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 they're going to a tournament. And I'll never forget, there was like three tournaments, three major tournaments in the ba- uh, in the Beyblade anime series. You had the first one, um, which I think Max lost, Tyson won. And then the next one, there was like three different themes. One was like a Chinese map. The other one was like, I, I can't remember, but that's all I can remember, actually. But as I'm watching the episode, you know, maybe I'll watch a few more episodes going further, you know, going forward just to get that memory spark going. But I, that's all I can remember from the show. And I can remember also later on, uh, you know, the gang being established. They're a solid Bay, Beyblade team. And then Kai uh, fucking uh, deceives them. He leaves. He fucking betrays them. He goes to another team, uh, which was in my opinion, which was fucking awesome. Like, I always thought that was cool. I thought, like, and I still liked Kai. Like, I still, a part of me in my mind still uh, still kept thinking, I hope you come back, Kai. I hope you don't, I hope you're doing this because you know what you're doing, but I know deep down you care about these guys, you know? Oh, man, Beyblade. What a fucking great show. What a great show. It's not necessarily about the contents of the show. It's not necessarily about the story. It's just for myself personally. It's, it's the energy, the atmosphere it brings. Like, look, okay, you're going to play Yu-Gi-Oh, right? It's like Yu-Gi-Oh in a way. You're going to play Yu-Gi-Oh, but you can't play Yu-Gi-Oh by yourself. What do you, You're going to have your cards. You're going to look at them, collect them, put them in their little containers. And But unless you have somebody to play with, the game of Yu-Gi-Oh and the cards are pretty much just a little viewing gallery, right? But Beyblades, on the other hand, I remember getting Beyblades and not even meeting my cousin for a month or two and just fucking pull, letting it rip all week long practicing getting my spins down and then having two launchers ready so i can battle myself right and just trying out the different combinations by the end you know by the time the show was maybe a year or two in i probably had a good 30 beyblades now not necessarily 30 amazing beyblades just 30 parts of different beyblades um you know some my cousin gave me some i got from for my birthday and christmas and all that um but just trying out the different combinations, even times when you thought it wouldn't work, and it did work. You put that ring on there. You put the different, uh, you know, the different base, the different spinner in the middle, and then to top it off, you put that. Uh, you put the the um, what do you call it? 
you put your demon crest, your uh, your monster crest, whether it's Dragoon, Drasil, or Drigger, whatever, Dronzer. Oh, Dronzer. I love Dronzer. Dronzer was one of my favorites. Why? Because it's Kai, right? But yeah, just customizing your Beyblade and then going to battle your cousin or your friends that had done the same as you. They they got their Beyblade going. They they modified it. And now I'm just looking at the screen. Now, okay, Kenny's on there with Dizzy. That's right. He had a computer called Dizzy, and this guy was the analytics of the show, right? He he knew every Beyblade. He knew all the spins, all the techniques. That guy had hardware the government probably doesn't have, right? He's a genius. Okay, I remember going to Chinatown, and a part of me, okay, my, my, ba- my Beyblade fandom side of me was like, what kind of Beyblade does, uh, does, uh, does Kenny have? And I started thinking about it, and I looked online. I tried looking online. I was like, okay, he does have a Beyblade. I don't remember the name, but he's got, like, this green Beyblade. And it's more of a defensive type. It's like a turtle. It's basically like a turtle. Even the crest, uh, the the demon on it is a turtle. And I remember going to Chinatown, and I just asked them. I don't even remember. I asked them. I said, do you, do you have Kenny's Beyblade? What the fuck was going to ask that, right? And they did. The guy's like, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I go, no, you don't. He pulls it out. He grabs the box. And on it, it's got Chinese, Japanese writing. I didn't know at the time. If I knew it was Chinese, Japanese, I, today I would know. But back then, I didn't. And I just, I flipped the shit. I, I shat my pants. Literally, on the spot, I shat my pants. Parents had to grab me out. No, I'm just kidding. I fucking loved it. The green Beyblade, right? The one that you never thought you're going to see. The one you see in pictures online. And back then, the internet was so scarce. If you saw even one or two pictures, you were lucky of a of a weird, you know, Beyblade show that not many people knew about. But the Beyblade was there, and I was freaking out. I was almost like Destiny. It was almost like I was searching for this toy, searching for this item, and I found it. First thing I did, I brought it home. I let it rip. Guess what the fuck happened? It broke. The fucking first battle I had, I had a little battle with Drasil. I said, okay, Drasil, two defensive characters, not, nothing much is going to happen. I'm going to get to test the water, see what happens. I think maybe the first or second pull, and it broke. And I just remember being so fucking devastated. And I tried, and then I was like, okay, well, maybe it'll still work. So I tried letting it rip. The thing would wobble. It's not balanced anymore. I was so disappointed. Oh my God! Like, and it, part of me didn't even think. Oh, maybe it was a knockoff brand, right? It could. It was more more than likely it was a knockoff brand. It wasn't from Japan or Konami or Bandai, whatever it is, or Tommy. Now I think Tommy used to make it at some point. But just that disappointment, right? And I just glued it back together and never used it again. I used it as my like token piece. So I, what I did is I took the demon, the turtle demon, and I would put him on different Beyblades, just to pay homage to the uh, to the fallen warrior. Uh, that died after two battles, <laughs> but but yeah, the, and 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 the other thing too is, at one point I think I was printing out at school, and even my dad at work he had a color printer back then. Color printers were a little bit more scarce, a little bit harder to get to, and I just remember having a floppy disk, right? Remember those, putting Beyblade pictures and data, like I'm talking about. Um, like pictures of Beyblades and they would have stats. Like it would tell you how strong they were, defense, uh, skill, yada, yada, right? And you have all the Beyblades and maybe I had about 15 or 16 Beyblades on there for them from like maybe the, the, the major four groups from the first tournament or so. And I got that print. It was huge. I put that on my wall. That was my bread and butter. I remember looking at that going, okay, well, if this guy's going to beat this guy, it doesn't make any sense because I just tested it on my Beyblade arena. That didn't work. Yeah, not questioning a single thing, right? Just loving the world of Beyblade. 
And I still love the world of Italy. Just the idea of it, the concept of it. It's a cool concept. And then if you think about it, years later, they started coming out with like V-Force. Um, and then the anime started getting... The animation relatively stayed the same. But the Beyblades, if you guys remember, the Beyblades started looking more CG. And I'll be honest with you. I prefer the original... And I don't know how many people out there would, would think that is, you know, same as me. But I prefer the original. The original spin, the animation spin, not CG, just drawn with anime, uh, you know, colorings. Like they do in Dragon Ball when they make it move fast. It, it looked cooler, looked much cooler, just the way it moved. And then later on, uh, the Beyblades looked like they were like about ready to stop spinning. You know that You know that look, right? It's not spinning as fast. It's more like, yeah, it's spinning, but for some reason, if I sneeze on it, it'll stop spinning. They had that kind of look in the CG format. And then they came out with the V-Force, right? And the, all the V-Force series. And if you remember, they had that Beyblade. And I never got it. I wish I did. Um, but it was a remote control Beyblade. And I, in my mind, when I saw the commercial, I was like, are you telling me that I can win now? <laughs> like, I can actually practice Beyblading and not just leave it up to skill, just spin the wheel and see what happens. Now I can actually control this sucker. Turns out it was, you know, it was a bit of a sham as well. Uh, it didn't work that well. And in the ring, you know, if you battled with it, it would break. It wasn't as strong. And I think people that did have it just used it to go forward and backwards uh, just as a fun toy. But still cool nonetheless. I would love to get my hand on one of those um, and try it out just to see see how it works, see what the, what the big deal was. But yeah, V-Force, I remember that. Right after the uh, Beyblade series, V-Force came out. And now, now we're in a whole different world, a whole different game of Beyblades. I mean couple series have come by after that um you know you got the beyblade burst now beyblade burst turbo i I played the beyblade burst game on the uh the mobile app had fun with it for a while and uh but just grew tired of it i found i don't know there was just something about it it there's you know that you know when you've grown up with the original beyblade and then you see all the different renditions of it it's just not the same as the original right even the parts like I, today like i said i was getting deep in the beyblade you know nostalgia i opened up one of my boxes that i have full of beyblades just to take a look just to see how these things were how they were built how they were made and i noticed um i don't know i just noticed that they they were brittle they were you know i think the you know the plastic was a little older but the point is i just noticed that there was more parts and pieces to them like if you look at the beyblades today the burst ones they, they burst into three little pieces right you put them back together you're good to go again it's meant for kids to play and not get hurt but back then uh there was little like pins that you had to like squeeze in on each side of the base to keep the little middle spinner grinder thing uh you know stable and, and then you had the metal ring which was actually made of metal sometimes they were really heavy and if you tried to grab it it fuck your fingers up and then you had the the top and the top was made of a whole bunch but they all mixed and matched they all did that today i think and i believe it's because of all the different uh, companies or maybe different there's probably two companies that have been allowed to produce a beyblade tv show and i think they alternate right they go bandai konami or something like that i could be wrong um, but I know that they're, and even then they can't even call like the, like you can't call them Dragoon. You have to call them something else, right? Because the copyright is on the other company side kind of thing. So I do remember that. Um, but yeah, just back then all the parts were interchangeable. You can change the top, change the discs, change the bottom. 
and just try different combinations. You remember spending, I remember spending hours. If you've got 30 pieces of each, 30 rings, 30 bases, 30, you've got, you know, you do the math. You've got a lot of combinations there to try out. And then you're battling each other and you're questioning yourself. Wait a minute. Was that just luck? Let me try five times. And if it does it four out of five times, we're in the money. Hey guys, the episode's almost over, and I'm still ranting on Beyblade. I, I just love the show. I thought the concept was amazing. I, anyways, when the, when the episode's over, I'm going to talk a little bit more about it. But look, we're, if you guys want to follow through on the episode, basically Tyson, if you guys don't know episode one, Tyson just uh, gets his Beyblade. He beats the guy, the main, you know, the main bully, and uh, shows, uh, shows his little uh, hidden gem, Dragoon, his little secret. Uh, which is pretty cool. And I thought Tyson was a pretty cool character. You know, not thinking much about it back then. Now I'd look at it, it's more, yeah, compare it to, you know, Bakugan or Beatamon. Uh, it's the same generic main character. It's the same formula, right? But you're not questioning that when you're a kid. You're, you're just watching, enjoying, having a good time and uh, asking yourself, where can I get a Beyblade, right? <laughs> so, yeah, we've got two minutes left. And there's Kai. Look at that. The mysterious Kai. Who is that guy? After episode one, first thing you're wondering is, who's the guy at the end? If Tyson just beat this guy, and this guy's coming to challenge, you know this guy means business, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I was just going to say, like, when I when I had Beyblades, I want to say grade four, five, six, somewhere around there. When I had my Beyblades, I remember at one point, no joke, I would take my Beyblade with me and I would bring it to the store, okay? And I would let it rip. I would, like say a giant store, fabric store, okay? I would go in the corner of a fabric store and nobody would be there. And I would see, I would let it rip, dude. And I would like, you know if you, you know what I mean? If you let it rip and you pull your left arm and you shoot it forward, that Beyblade's just going to keep rolling forward. Like it's, it's almost in attack mode, but in straight direction, right? And I just remember doing that in those big warehouse stores because I had the, uh, I had the room to do it, and there wasn't a lot of people, you know, especially in the summertime on a weekday, just launching it and just having fun. And then I remember my cousin coming to meet me, and then we try to battle in the store, and it would this thing would explode, and then you'd have the uh, the store employees say, "Hey guys, don't do that in here. Keep that outside." And then you, yes, ma'am. And then you wait, and you fucking let it rip again. There you go. And I always thought, okay, going back to the show here, you look how Tyson and Kai let it rip. Look how they pull it. They hold the they hold the launcher with their hands. Like, they don't have the grip, the handle, right? You know the handle I'm talking about, right? That slips slips right in. They're holding it with their hand, and they're pulling. I always, I always tried doing that. My hands always got affected. I, I couldn't do it properly. I couldn't. And also, the launchers in the you know in the TV show are a lot bigger. Oh, hey, guys. That's the ending episode. We got the credits here. But, yeah, Beyblade. I mean, f- fuck. There's there's so much that can be said about Beyblade. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm thinking about doing another, another episode in the near future. But just today, it was just one of those days. What are we today? Wednesday? I, honestly, at this point, I don't even know what day it is anymore. But just today, I woke up. I had that feeling. I said, you know what? I feel like going out for a walk. I feel like going to Chinatown. I can't. It's closed. Everything's closed. And then I started thinking, well, you remember back in the day when you used to walk in Chinatown? And first thing you did was just look and see what kind of new toys they had in those, you know, in those toy stores. And those toy stores, they were an eye... They, they were basically like um, ecstasy for your eyes. Because when you walked inside the store, there's a fucking toy in every point of your vision. You don't know what to what to focus on. You don't know what to look at. There's fucking anime things everywhere. There's pillows. There's plushes. There's there's posters. There's, you know, keychains and knickknacks and cards. And, oh, God, everywhere. And then you go up to the lady and she asks you, what are you looking for? And I go, fuck, at this point, I don't even know anymore. I'm, 
I thought I was coming here for some Beyblades. And then she says, okay, what Beyblade do you want? And she points you underneath to a little bin. And next thing you know, you got 50 fucking Beyblades. They're all different. Yeah, I miss those days. I honestly miss those days. And if you guys remember those days going going out, trying to find your, your new favorite toy, your new thing, you know, you really got into something, whether it was um, cars, Hot Wheels, whatever it was. You really got into something from a TV show. And then... You know, I just remember for myself, Beyblade, I never even thought about getting toys for it. I didn't even know they had toys until my cousin and I, like I said, we watched the show on TV so much. We've gone to our local Walmart. We didn't see any toys. This is right at the beginning when episode one and two came out. We didn't think about it, right? But then we went to Chinatown and they had them. They had them before the stores, which was weird. And we just thought, okay, when we picked those up, we thought we were the most fucking privileged kids in the world we never thought it was like we're the only kids with these beyblades nobody else has. i remember bringing it to school and everybody hey, where'd you get that beyblade i'm like i'm not fucking telling you secret place you know chinatown <laughs> god the mysteries of chinatown honestly if you can find a gremlin in chinatown you can find anything am i right so look guys let me know what you guys think about beyblade or even any show out there that you guys remember something that you know sparks that fuel sparks that fuse uh right down memory lane and get your, get your juices flowing and remembering. Get those member berries, right? But yeah, just Beyblade, definitely one of those good shows. One of those awesome shows. And uh, I'm glad it's still on the air. I'm glad it's still kicking. And uh, I'm glad there's a new generation going along with it. But I do hope that, you know, they, do, they, they don't abandon the old stuff and they do showcase it. And maybe ho- hopefully someday they can go back to the old way they made Beyblades. I always thought it was cool. And, uh, you know, I thought it was really neat the, the way they... They had detail, paid attention to details on uh, on the Beyblades, all the different parts and me- mechanisms and knickknacks and whatnot. And obviously today, maybe it's too many pieces and kids are going to break them and they, they don't want to deal with that. It's too expensive to manufacture for that matter. But just cool to think about. Nice. If you guys have any of those, hold on to those. Make a little video online. Let me know. Show me some pictures. I'm down to take a look. And I'll, uh, I'll do the same. I'll make a, a YouTube video on some of my Beyblade toys. Like I said, today I took them out and I just tried to give one a little spin, a little crack on one, so I put them away. You know how it is. I didn't want to ruin them. I wanted to keep them in good shape. So, yeah. So, speaking about good shape, guys, I hope you get everybody out there's you know, been healthy, been doing good, and uh, keeping that morale up and high, never better. Hope everybody's going to get through this. We're all going to get through this, of course. And um, stay safe. And uh, to all your loved ones out there, I hope everybody's doing good. And uh, thanks for stopping by for those who did. And I hope to see you guys on the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that like button. And we'll be talking soon. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. You just listened to a Tune Along podcast. If you like what you heard or have any comments or feedback, don't hesitate to check out more on iTunes, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio, as well as Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for more info. I'll see you next time. Ciao.